Welcome to Small But Mighty, a podcast for small business owners. I'm your host and fellow entrepreneur, Kalina Stormer. Through my day-to-day experience of entrepreneurship, I've become obsessed with helping others grow their small businesses through marketing and mindset. I believe that by simply starting with small steps and shifts, we can create huge, and dare I say, mighty results. Through practical, easy-to-apply strategies and tips, join me as we tackle new challenges, grow ourselves, and take our businesses to new heights. You ready? Let's jump right in. I hope you're having a beautiful day today and welcome back to the Small But Mighty podcast. So this week was our first um, official launch of the podcast. So it was your first chance to get a listen to hear all of the episodes and we are, I'm just so overwhelmed by the beautiful response you all have been so kind and encouraging and it's been so fun just to hear um different takeaways from different people and different episodes that people enjoyed and liked so um, if you haven't had a chance yet to listen there are four other episodes already out so definitely give those a listen and if you already have and um, you enjoyed it just thank you so much and feel free to share it with a friend and that being said when I was looking at the stats from the different downloads with the podcast I noticed that one podcast um, topic in particular was receiving a lot of downloads, and that was the fourth episode about lack versus abundance mindset. And I know that so many of us are dealing with financial struggle, especially with all of the impact of COVID on small businesses, entrepreneurs, and freelancers. It's definitely been a challenging time. A lot of us have had to pivot and get very creative, and we have felt some form of financial strain. And especially in times of stress, often we can kind of operate out of fear or from maybe belief systems that are a little bit more limiting that aren't really supporting us. And so that is why today I wanted to talk about uncovering our limiting beliefs around money. So once we have uncovered these beliefs, then we can begin to not only heal them, but also choose more empowering belief systems to move ourselves forward and operate from a better place and make better decisions for ourselves and for our business. So I'm going to ask a few questions first to determine um, if you might have some limiting beliefs around money. So do you feel like you can never quite get ahead financially or that you just never seem to have enough or when um, or that you're just not where you want to be or where you thought you would be by this point or maybe you're very very avoidant when it comes to money this was a huge one for me I was so avoidant and we get so nervous even just looking at my bank account or maybe just thinking about money makes you feel so restricted you feel scared or you feel just super uncomfortable that's another very common one So if any of these questions kind of relate to you or spark something in you, it is most likely that you have some sort of limiting belief when it comes to money. And these beliefs could be keeping you stuck and operating from the same patterns that aren't serving you. 
So these beliefs, our limiting beliefs, are often imprinted on us during childhood and they are looping and just running the show in our subconscious mind. So what that means is that we often don't even consciously realize that we have these beliefs that are looping and that are um, that are creating our behaviors and our reality. And so these are especially important to uncover because this could really be holding you back both personally and in your business too. So in order to take our power back when it comes to our money, we have to pinpoint, address, and heal these limiting beliefs. So a great place to look to identify our limiting beliefs is to our family and then our peers and community. And most of our belief systems were imprinted into our subconscious from the ages zero to 14. So those are where we kind of need to look what our family and our peers and community was like, what their belief systems were when we were around them in the ages zero to 14. And that makes a lot of sense because we're sponges when we're kids and we take everything as a truth. We don't question anything until we get to around the age of 14 when we start to develop more reasoning skills and we don't accept everything as a truth or fact. So it makes sense that we are absorbing the patterns and belief systems of those who are around us as truth. And even though after we're older, we might realize that some of those things aren't necessarily serving us very frequently we are still operating from those belief systems and patterns without necessarily even being consciously aware that we are okay so we are going to look to those who are most present in our life during that age of 0 to 14 and see how they viewed money specifically and how that might have been impacting our beliefs today so We are going to ask a couple questions and what I highly recommend, I know a lot of you all are listening to this while you're doing something else like driving or cleaning, but whenever you get a moment, these are some questions that I highly recommend journaling on because it's going to just help give you some clarity and some insight and just doing the stream of consciousness journaling. So literally just ask the question, put pen to paper, hold nothing back, whatever comes up, just write and write it out. So the first question is how did your family react to money? So first question is going to be focused on family. So here are a couple prompts to get kind of the, um, the questions coming. So was money always tight for your family? Were people with money perceived as bad? So were phrases like filthy rich or the rich get richer and the poor get poorer used? Um, things like that. Was money a hush-hush topic? Was it something that you weren't supposed to talk about? Was it something that had a lot of fear wrapped around it? Was it perhaps a source of stress for your family? Was there enough money around? Did you feel like there was enough when you were a kid or did you feel like there was always a lack of it? Was money perhaps provided for by one parent but not for but not by the other? Was money used for control? And then list any emotions or patterns or anything that you see come up several times anything that has a really strong charge to it um, to see if there could be any um, any root there. Okay, so now that we've asked um, and looked at how our family reacts or reacted to money, 
Now we're going to ask how our um, peers in our community reacted to money. So how were your friends' families when it came to money? Did you feel inferior around money compared to others within your community or within your um, friend group? Were your peers' families in a similar financial situation to your own? So you always saw kind of the same example of um, financial prosperity around you. All right, so overall, now that we've, we've looked both at our families and then our peers in our community growing up, reflecting on those questions, what is the theme that you see? So was money viewed as something that was abundant and that there was plenty of? Or was it something perhaps that was viewed as more scarce and fear-ridden? And looking at those patterns, at those emotions and everything, can you see how some version of this could be playing out today in your life now? What stories have you taken on from your upbringing that are no longer serving you? What stories did you see your parents or your peers or your community living out that you might be living out today that aren't serving you anymore and that you have decided to change? Self-awareness is the first key to healing. So once you are aware of these beliefs and you're able to release them as your own, they're no longer yours, they're not serving you anymore, then we can start to consciously take action and shift how we think and act towards money, okay? So the steps to changing our beliefs are as follows. Step one is what this entire episode has been about. So we are identifying the belief and we are finding the root. So that is what, that's what we've been talking about. We are looking back to ages zero to 14 about how we could have been shaped and formed to have belief systems that we could have adopted that are no longer serving us today. So we've identified that and we found the root. And now we are going to create a new, more empowering belief to replace the old one that's no longer serving us. So that's step two is creating a new and more empowering belief that we are going to choose to operate from instead of the old limiting one. And then the last step, step three, is to be gentle and kind with yourself. So especially when you catch yourself operating in those old patterns and behavior loops coming from a more limiting belief system, whenever you're catching yourself, that is huge and you should give yourself a huge pat on the back and congratulate yourself because this means that you're growing. This means that you have developed the self-awareness to realize the belief. So you're no longer just blindly operating from a place that is no longer serving you. Instead, you have the self-awareness and you're able to understand when you're operating from a place that you don't want to be operating from anymore. That is such a big deal. And this realization then allows you to consciously make a change and shift into your new, more empowering belief that you have chosen to operate from instead. All right, you guys, I hope that that's been helpful. So that is how we can uncover our limiting beliefs and then adopt a new belief that can serve us better, especially when it comes to our money. Thank you for taking the time to listen today. I truly hope that this is helpful for you and I hope that you have a wonderful rest of your day. Thank you for tuning in today. If you loved what you heard, please consider leaving a review and send to a friend who could benefit from something that you learned. If you'd like to connect further, you can visit my website at kalinastormer.com or find me on Instagram at kalinastormer. And lastly, if you'd like to check out my own small business, a specialty dog boutique, 
you can visit hunterandjune.co.